Hey, good morning. Thanks for tuning in to the Despirito Team Real Estate Podcast. And we are here today with some very special people. We've got Patricia Raskin co-hosting with us today. We've had a fantastic show so far, by the way. So thank you for joining us, thank Patricia. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you very much. If you've missed any parts of the show, feel free to go to DespiritoTeam.com. Check out the podcast. And today we have Ted Tapuzis with Tapuzis and Associates. Now, Ted. Thanks, Amelia. I, I got to brag about you for a second. You're welcome. Ted is licensed in Florida. Rhode Island and Massachusetts yep. with an office in Rhode Island as well as Florida. Actually, a few offices in Florida now. Wow. Yeah, I, I have another That's one amazing. In, in, in Boca now. Uh, recently opened Congratulations. That up. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. You know, so Ted is extremely well qualified, and that's why we feel he should come on air and really give this advice. And today we're going to be talking about you. getting, you're welcome. Thank you. We're going to be talking about getting ready to enter the real estate market as a seller. And then we're going to talk about as a buyer. As a buyer. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I felt that this is an important uh, conversation to have. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not really a, a topic like, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, mortgage liens, how do you extinguish them, that type of thing. It's it's just all-encompassing. There's a lot There's a lot of things that, that go on behind the scenes um, when you're a seller that you wouldn't even know about. You know, you want to listen to the advice of um, your real estate professionals, you, you know, Emilio, when he's uh, um, giving you some advice, uh, you know, having you sign a, a listing agreement, you know, it's that that conversation that you have right there um, at that moment where, um, you know, a suggestion that he have has to his um, sellers to to run title, you know, maybe maybe um, they've owned the property for a short period of time and they've you know had their closing, everything is fine, you know that that you know maybe running a title in that situation might not be necessary, but uh, when uh, when it, and it usually is the case when people own the property for an extended period of time, um, you know, and I've I've had uh, recent um, uh, closings where. Um, you know, people have held title in the family since mm-hmm. the 70s, um, and the property was inherited over and over. Um, and uh, there was an issue with uh, the boundaries and the, and the legal description. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, pe- parcels are are, are pieced off, you mess. know, from a larger parcel to something smaller. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you know, the, you they everyone thinks that uh, you know all the I's were dotted and the T's were crossed way back then and nobody pays attention to it because there's no need to pay attention to it mm-hmm. uh, you, you know these these kind of issues usually come up in a sale or maybe a refi um, and uh, and that's when you know you you have to have that conversation so if um, if there is uh, you know for you know advice is given to to a, a person that has hasn't um, or has owned their property for an extended period of time, it definitely would be to maybe run a quick pre-closing or uh, pre-listing uh, title search on the Smart. property yeah. and and check to see what's out there. You know sometimes you find mortgages that are that are not discharged. Um, you know that are that you think years and years ago have been discharged. And you know the the reason why I bring that up is because these issues are are repairable. You know there there there's definitely like the the boundary lines I mentioned a minute ago. Mm-hmm. You can have a surveyor come out and 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 do it. I mean, you want to do it. Uh, you know, maybe like in the off season. You know, when when the weather's a little cooler, like this, when you know, not in the middle of the summer, when everybody is trying to, to get their surveys yeah. done. Yeah. You know, but you know, you 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 want to plan ahead. 
You, yep. you can't wait until the last minute. And the same thing with discharges of mortgage. It takes time to track a duplicate discharge down. So you need a little bit of time to do that. You know, sometimes people um, pass away uh, in, in the course of their, their ownership, you know, like mm-hmm. a joint owner um, passes away. So what do you do in that situation? You know, there are, so, you know, things that can be done ahead of time. You, you might have to file an inheritance tax release. You might have to um, get a, uh, a inheritance tax return filed. You know, if you if you are above the uh, the tax threshold. Yeah, and I, and I want to bring up the psychological because that's kind of my background, but it it it's very important because if you have a buyer and they get their heart set on this, they're all excited, they love this property, they know they're going to move in, they've already placed their furniture, right? They're they're really they've got it all set up, and now they can't buy the house. They can't. Mm. Yeah. Or or it's going to be delayed. three months. Right. And they've already thought about in three months they already had something else planned. So it's exactly really right. a preventative measure and important. goes a long way. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely really does. does. Hey, if you're just tuning in, this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Podcast, and we're here today with Patricia Raskin, our co-host, as well as Ted Tapuzis with Tapuzis & Associates. And what we're doing is we're talking today about getting ready to enter the real estate market. And we're basically just covering some of the things that could happen, some of the mishaps. Yep. One thing, Ted, I wanted to jump in and talk with you about was... People always say, what is the cost of getting mm. things ready? And and and, and, and I got to say, basically, I, I could let you answer this, but I just want to jump in and say one other thing, right? Is that, yeah, there could be a cost to survey the property. There could be a cost up front to have you do some of the work up front if the title is defective. Right. However, what is the cost of a delayed sale? What is the cost of several months Okay, where your home is sitting, 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 the buyer pulls out. Now other buyers see this Mm -hmm. as a defective property listing, and now they want to come in and offer a lower price because you were on the market for 120 days in a market that's moving at 60. Perfectly said. Oh, thank you. Uh, That's exactly the reason why you want to do this. Yeah, the cost is minimal. Minimal. You know? Yeah, it's it's a title search, you know, a few hundred bucks, you know, three hundred dollars, let's say, um, you know, for the search and the exam, and you know, and we don't really nickel and dime people um, no. on on uh, the curative, because um, there's no, you know, measure, uh, you know, on on that. It might be just more time than it is um, the actual, um, you know, cost of doing something. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we hope to get that that uh, seller rep uh, representation, um, you know, on the transaction, or maybe that that uh, transaction where we're going to be issuing the title policy and doing the closing, handling mm-hmm. the closing. So that is, um, you know, kind of like the uh, the payday. And also we're, we're um, in my opinion, um, we are part of the uh, uh, team and, uh, and yes. you know, and I, and I'm very sensitive to the cost because I know everybody always asks about the dollars and cents. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, uh, I don't let cost get in the way ever of, of uh, handling a transaction because people are concerned. Lots of times and now we're starting to slowly see this again. And mm-hmm. I, I did discuss this uh, last um, on the last show, uh, you know, weeks ago. Um, where um, I'm having to do a short sale again, which is very unusual in this day and age because mm-hmm. values have gone up so much, but mm-hmm. it, it, it can happen. So I, I have a quick question and, and for Olio and for you. Um, should somebody keep looking um, until they have this information from the attorney? In other words, the research done and knowing that the title is clear, should they keep looking or should they pause? Mm. I mean, if they're under contract, 
um, you know, to to, uh, to purchase the property, then I don't know if they can keep looking. Um, you know, if if uh, if they are not under contract, then yeah, they they probably should. If they knew that there was an issue with the title, it's a great um, question. A good question. Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. Yeah. I would say depending on the circumstance, and that's the thing with real estate is there could be a million different circumstances, mm-hmm. and that is why I got to tell our listeners. Before you jump in and talk with an agent and say, what's your commission? I I can't stand, I can't stand that because what people are doing is they're commoditizing real estate agents. When there's a clear difference in what an experienced real estate professional brings to the table, not aside from what they're going to earn you when, when, or, or save you when you're selling or buying, but also with the team that they're going to go ahead and bring with them. Mm -hmm. You're going to want to make sure to really thoroughly understand all of that, everything from, from, from the fees of the attorney to the the cost of the real estate agent. But what is the cost of not doing things right? It far outweighs doing it wrong. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you that. So text me if you want to get a hold of uh, Mr. Ted Tapuzis over here. Um, if you want to ask him any kind of legal questions or if you have a situation you want to talk with him about, why don't you text me or call me? I'll connect you with him. 401-359-2338. Again, 401-359-2338. Or you can visit him online at TACLaw. Dot com. Did I get that yeah, right? Is t- it TACLosingLaw.com? Oh, man. That's I, right. All right. All right. Yeah, you have Almost. Yeah, t- yeah. <laughs> Say it again for our listeners. <laughs> it's, uh, well, it's uh, the website is uh, www.taclosinglaw.com. That's for that's Tapuzas and Associates. Yeah. TACLosingLaw.com. And also, awesome. if you thank if you. you buy coastal right and you have a place in Florida, yeah. you can call Ted there. Yeah, yeah. thank you. That's great. <laughs> Thanks, Patricia. You're right. You're right. Awesome. Thank you very much, Ted. Thank you. What a great show. I'm so excited to be here with you every single week. And the fact the, of the matter is that, that we have proven fantastic professionals on this show and people from all over the country. Actually, next week, I believe we have Barry Habib coming on. And you're going to want to stay tuned for this. Barry Habib Exciting. is an internationally renowned economist. This guy is top dog. He tells the banks exactly. He predicts what's going to happen. Hey, time to call your clients, time to lock their rate, time to do this, time to do that. He's going to be coming on the show, if not next week, one of these following weeks. But he, his schedule is all over the place. Yes. But right. I, I really want you to stay tuned and make sure that you tune into that. It's really great. But Patricia, thank you so much for being here and co-hosting with us. Uh, it's wonderful. It's fun. Thank you. It's fun. It is. Yeah. And it's great that you you know mix it up between local experts and national experts. Oh, yeah. And then you being the expert, too, which you also are, you know, Emilio. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, you know what? Every market is very localized and there's larger things outside of Rhode Island and Massachusetts that are controlling the housing markets here locally and nationally. So it's important to have all the different perspectives. And that's what we're looking to bring to you. Okay. Here on the Dispirito Team podcast. uh, here on the Dispirito Team Real Estate Podcast. So if you've missed any of the show, feel free to check it out in all of our previous podcasts on DispiritoTeam.com. And I'd like to give a quick thank you to Ted Tapuzis with Tapuzis & Associates, Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, as well as Jennifer Jaber with RIblogger.com, Peter George with Peter George Public Speaking, Christina, our producer, Bill, station manager, Patricia Raskin, our co-host, and most importantly, you, our listeners, for making this the number one real estate show here in Southern New England. Thank you so much. Take care, and we'll see you next Sunday. 
Hey, good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. Listen, you're hearing it here first. As we enter into 2019, we want to bring you as much value and insights in the real estate and business markets as possible. So what we're doing is we have a brand new show name. We've got a brand new uh, co-host here with us and some really fantastic professionals that are going to be coming on the show locally known and nationally known here in 2019. So the new name of the show is going to be Despirito Team Real Estate Podcast, and our co-host is none other than Patricia Raskin. Now, if you don't know that name, (laughs) Patricia is nationally recognized. She's a media host and award-winning radio producer. I mean, Patricia has been all over the place. She's working right now, I don't know if I can say this, on a PBS pilot Mm -hmm. and you're going to see her on tv soon and she won award after award after award in her industry and recently 2015 sba small business award in rhode island within rhode island (laughs) and without further ado welcome to the show patricia thank you thank you it's it's really it's an honor to be with you thank you you know i um i had a show locally here for 10 years and i still have my show on the internet and it's interesting because my work is all about helping people turn problems into solutions, yes. which is really what you do in a very specified field of real estate. And I'm excited to be here. And I really want to speak kind of as an advocate for your listeners mm-hmm. because I am not a real estate person. I mean, I've interviewed people in all different kinds of fields, Emilio, but mm-hmm. this is not my area of expertise. So when it comes to me, buying a house or getting loans or having a house inspected or having pests or, you know, any of the things that you cover, you know, I, my first thing is who do I call? Yeah. Because otherwise I'm not going to do it right. And, and one of the things you talk about on your show with your experts is how do you prevent these problems? Mm -hmm. You know, like with your, your real estate lawyer, you know, check out the title before you get too, too excited because what if there's a problem? Exactly. No, or what if, you know, I just talked to a woman uh, and I can't, but anyway, she bought this beautiful property in Providence downtown. Mm-hmm. So she's in this place, beautiful. She finds out that the patio or the porch or something is not correct after she's already in it. Oh, it's too late. It's as is pretty much unless there was somebody that... You know, well, uh, and I don't know. I think there may be, have to be some action letter. taken there. But the yeah. point I'm making is that, you know, you would think, you would think that something like that, and these are these are expensive properties, yeah. would already be taken care of. But a, a broker who's, I think, can really help you prevent that is what I'm saying. The right broker, an experienced broker, experienced team leader, experienced, yeah, the whole nine. I, I appreciate you saying that, Patricia, and I'm really glad that you're here to be able to be that advocate for our listeners and for, you know, um, our clients and the real estate consumer. So I think you're going to add a really great dynamic to the show going into 2019. So, hey, we've got a fantastic show coming up here. We've got some really great people in the studio with us who are eager to get on the microphone with Patricia and I. So stay tuned as we get back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Podcast. We're talking Rhode Island and Massachusetts real estate advice. We'll be right back here on News Radio 920 and streaming on WHJJ. Oh, and by the way, on FM 104.7 FM. That's right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here.
Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. If you're just now tuning into the show and you missed any of the other parts of this segment, feel free to go to DespiritoTeam.com. Check out the podcast and all of our past podcasts as well. So I'm really excited today. We've had a fantastic show so far, and we've got a lot of content coming up. But I've got two of some of my favorite people in the studio with us. As you know, we've got Patricia Raskin, our co-host, Patricia, welcome back. Oh, great to be here. Fun. Love having you here. Thank you so much. And Peter George with Peter George Public Speaking. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here, especially with you and Patricia. This is great. Oh, I know. Flattery will get you everywhere, guys. This is great. (laughs) So Peter, you know, not only is he um, a well-known public speaking coach here in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, actually all over the place, all over the country, you got some big clients, but he's also my coach. So I take what he does near and dear to my heart because I know how passionate this gentleman is and how good he is and how how much he's already helped me and some of my colleagues. John LaPointe. Yes. John LaPointe yeah, John's as well. a great guy. Great you know? guy. He's also helped me. Yeah. yeah I was he? just preparing for my TED Talk. Patricia, you're famous. Well, I don't know about that, but I know. She's awesome, actually. <laughs> she is. You. She is. But it was wonderful. To, to work with Peter. I feel like our listeners are they are going to be like, wow, you know what? Some, I really like that show now. I'm going to tune in a little more. I want to tell my friends about it because Patricia's on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> yeah. So, Peter, you got, in, yeah. you got into uh, public speaking. You have quite a fascinating story, and you told me personally. And Would you mind sharing that on the air with our listeners? I'd be happy to. So why, why did you get into it? I got into it in a roundabout way. I, it's ver- very improbable that I became a public speaker and then a coach. But when I was a, a kid, I had two speech impediments, a lisp and a stutter. Wow. Uh, kind of like Winston Churchill. Who you never is, know it. Never. Uh, I, I still hear them both, but most people don't. And I've worked on it. And I worked on it as a kid and worked on it as a kid. And when I went into the corporate world, I was told I was going to have to make specific presentations. Mm -hmm. And what I had done my whole life was avoid speaking in public because of my speech impediments. Mm -hmm. And then they sent me, the company sent me to training. And what I learned was I had been studying public speaking my entire life. Of course, I was studying how to avoid it as Mm -hmm. opposed to do it, but you still study it. And it became fascinating to me. And what became even more fascinating was the fact that so many people were great at what they do, but they're not very good at conveying that message or that information to others. Mm -hmm. They think they are because they know they have knowledge about what they want to speak about, but not so much how to actually get it into the minds of the others and having people want to accept it into them, into their minds. So I've been working on that much of my life, helping people, whether it's local people, attorneys, business people, executives, uh, people who work for national or multinational corporations, worldwide corporations, and helping them truly realize their full potential mm-hmm. and achieve the success they've been striving for. And that means a lot to me. It's my way of helping people. Uh, it's the only way I really know how to help people. So it's the way I do it, and I really enjoy doing it. But it all came from that having the two speech impediments. Mm-hmm. Peter, why do you think it's so hard for people to speak? They say public speaking is one of the greatest fears. Why do you think it's so hard? We are hardwired not to want to be in front of eyes. We, mm-hmm. going all the way back to the so-called caveman days, if you were in your cave and the tribe came over to your cave, <laughs> it wasn't good. 
They got together <laughs> and came to your place not to crack open some beers. They, they weren't happy with you for a reason. Mm-hmm. And whether you were killed or just ostracized and, and thrown out of the village, per se, your survival rate was very limited. And if mm-hmm. it wasn't your tribe and it was another tribe, same story. And if it wasn't human eyes looking at you, it was wild animals' eyes looking at you. So we're hardwired not to have eyes looking back at us. That's why people can come on radio and television quite often and do much better than having a large set of human eyes yeah. looking at them. And isn't that true? It is so true. I, I got to tell you, public speaking is, is a fear of so many people. It's a fear of mine, too, but I go out there and I do it. I love it. It gives me such a thrill. Like my my adrenaline, my heart pumps so fast. Sometimes I can't even talk. Yeah. Like, and and the thing is, how do you react to that? Because we all get that. Mm. Everybody gets that adrenaline mm-hmm. rush, and it's either the fight or flight, right? So you yeah. like the fight part. You go, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I want I love this. It. Yeah. And other people are like, yeah, I got to get out of here. It's a thr- yeah. it's a definitely thrilling. But I think also, Peter, it helps you to hone your message, whether you're public speaking or not. Because when you're speaking, you have to, or when you're selling a pitch, you have to practice it, and it has to be concise and clear. And then if you're speaking, you practice it more. So doesn't this help you more with kind of honing your skills and your message? Oh, it helps a great deal. And the number one skill, as far as I'm concerned, is always recognizing who's in your audience, whether it's one person across a desk, Mm -hmm. whether it's a conference room, whether Mm -hmm. it's a thousand people. Who are you speaking to? Because if I were speaking to high school kids about the benefits of public speaking, it wouldn't be the very same message and delivered in the same way as if I were giving that same topic to a bunch of CEOs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have to be delivered different. And that's what we often forget. This is what I talk about. I'm going to yeah. say it no matter who I'm saying it to. It has to be crafted towards that audience. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. If you have any questions for Peter, feel free to give me a text and I'll connect you with Peter. 401-359-2338 or you can call me. This is my off-air number. I'll connect you with Peter. 401-359-2338 or you can go online and catch him there. What's the address? PeterGeorgePublicSpeaking.com. PeterGeorgePublicSpeaking.com. Now, uh, Peter, you have an event that's coming up, right? Yeah. In January, I have a workshop coming up that's called Delivering Compelling Presentations with Confidence and Ease. And it's really to help people just do exactly what it sounds like so they can consistently get the results they're looking for as opposed to just spouting off information. What's nice about these workshops is they're limited to six people. Mm -hmm. So it's truly hands-on, very interactive, and people get a lot out of it, which is what I'm concerned with, is that they walk away after those three hours with much more knowledge that they can implement immediately. I've got a question for you. Sure. Do you feel that people, when they call you, they're kind of surprised that there's only six people there and not 75 people or 100 people? Very often. Because it's public speaking? Very often. Yeah. And they, uh, some people are thrilled with that because they are yep. getting the hands on. And some people thought at first that they would be sitting in a group of people and be almost not noticed. Yeah. You know, wouldn't have to participate. But no, everybody participates. And truthfully, some people are extremely nervous about that at the very beginning. Yeah. But get into it real, real quickly. Awesome. And everybody's there to support and help each other. Awesome. That's what it's all about. 
Yeah, and I want to add, too, in working with you, I worked with you individually, so I wasn't in a group. But at first I was nervous. Because, and even though I'm a speaker, I thought, oh, Peter's going to listen to this. And it, your feedback was constructive. It was kind. It was <laughs> right. It really was. Because I thought, oh, you know, I'm yeah. going to be sitting in a corner over here crying a little bit. It was really, really helpful. And, um, and it helped me to be better. So I, I just want Thank to, I'm not, and I'm saying that because I experienced it. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I'm glad I could help, too. <laughs> Absolutely. You didn't need much help, but well, thank we, we fine-tuned some things, That's and it was right. great. PeterGeorgePublicSpeaking.com. Hit him up there, or feel free to text me, and I'll connect you with him. 401-359-2338. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here with Jennifer Jaber and RIblogger.com's top five events here in Rhode Island. And welcome back to the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified, now known as the Dispirito Team Real Estate Podcast, changing things up as we go into 2019, providing you more and more and more. And speaking of more, there's no place to get all of the events better than riblogger.com. We've got Jennifer Jaber on the line with us and Peter George here from Peter George Public Speaking in the studios with us. Jen, what's happening? What are the top five events here? Okay, well, since Thursday is the new Friday, it is every Thursday. Yeah, right? <laughs> you can is. head to the Hot Club in Providence for bands, board games, and beer night um, from noon to midnight. You can um, get any burger for $10 with a beer, and there'll also be live music starting at 6.30 and plenty of board games starting at 5. Mm-hmm. Christmas Cocktail Cabaret is hosted by the Contemporary Theater at the Towers in Narragansett on Thursday, December 20th from 7 to 10. Sip on cocktails, enjoy a night of carols, festive music, and scenes full of Christmas cheer. Um, it also supports the awesome work of the Contemporary Theater Company, too. So it's a great night, great cause. Um, the Little Kids, Monday, December 31st, check out the Kids' New Year's Eve party from 1 to 4 at the Neighborhood Guild in Wakefield. Um, grab the little ones in your life and celebrate with games, crafts, noisemakers, which sounds a little scary, hats, mm-hmm. streamers, drinks, and snacks, and it's limited space for ages 6 to 12, um, and that's $8. Speaking of New Year's Eve, Eve, it's time to start thinking about it, making plans. The Providence G is offering four celebrations. Uh, the ballroom will offer you a chance to get on your flapper dress for the Roaring Twenties Gala. Mm-hmm. You can play games, win prizes, and dance the night away to a live DJ at the G-Pub. And dance under the stars and specialty cocktails at the beautiful rooftop, rooftop if you haven't been there yet. It's awesome. It is. Um, and also, Sarto will be featuring a five-course seated dinner with live music. So there's four different things going on there, all great options. And after all the New Year's Eve fun, um, Laidback Fitness and Mentor RI will be holding their annual Frozen Clam Dip and Opsta Plunge at Goddard Memorial State Park. There's a New Year's Day plunge as well as an American Ninja Warrior-style half-mile shoreline obstacle course. Um, It's suitable for all ages, and all funds support Mentor Rhode Island, which is dedicated to quality mentoring services for Rhode Island's youth. So it's a good cause and a great way to start off your new year. That's awesome. Shout out to Ryan over at Laidback Fitness. What a cool, cool company he has. He's a great guy. He is a great Oh, you know Ryan, too. I know Ryan well. You were in BNI with Ryan. Yes. Yep. He's my wife's coach. Fantastic guy. Awesome. Jennifer, you rock. I don't know how you keep up to date with all these things, but you are the best in Rhode Island. And you can check out all of uh, Jennifer's uh, postings and events on riblogger.com. Don't forget to post your own events as well for free. Jen, thanks for being here with us. 
Thanks for having me. Have a great week. You're welcome. You too. Hey, good morning. Thanks for tuning in to the Despirito Team Real Estate Podcast. And uh, we've got some great guests in the studio with us today. We've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage and Patricia Raskin co-hosting with us today. Matt, welcome back to the show. Uh, good morning, everybody. Thanks for having me. Uh, oh, you're very awesome welcome. to be Patricia today. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Matt. You know, so Matt, out of, out of thousands and thousands of loan originators, um, you know, we've always had great conversation with you. You've always taken care of our listeners, our clients. And, you know, every year you and I have this same conversation about, you know, what are people going to be doing with their tax dollars? Well, we have that conversation because we want to keep buying real estate. We do. And we have to use our tax returns to be able to get that to happen. So tax it's returns, a, it's a constant conversation. <laughs> Not getting any it. returns. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's coming to the end of the year. It's coming to the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah. So people that are uh, very good with their accounting and they have their uh, thumb on the pulse of their business um, or, you know, their job and whatnot and seeing how the end of the year is going to turn out for them as far as an income, mm -hmm. they're conscious of, you know, the tax return and how they're going to file and what they should do. So they get the best opportunity to purchase property if that's one of their goals in, um, in the upcoming year, um, mm -hmm. especially if it's in the beginning of the year, uh, you know, because it's going to it's gonna some. It, there's a little period in time during the year where you can you, you can you, you know you you can start to file, but you don't have to file until April, mm -hmm. and then you can do an extension till October. So like, depending on whether you want to use the two re previous years. So for instance, when uh, 2019 comes and you mm -hmm. have to file 2018 tax returns, there's that sweet spot where you can either use 2016 and 17 mm -hmm. to qualify. Or you, if 2018 is going to be a better year than 2016, then why don't we hurry up and get the tax return mm -hmm. filed so we can get rid of 16 and use 17 and 18. Mm -hmm. But if 18 looks like it's going to disrupt what the goal is going to be, then you know you can file an extension and we can file, we can use the the previous two years. So it's only two years. Two years is the common one. Occasionally, depending on the financial portfolio, we can use one year. But I like to bank and prepare everybody for two years so that way I can decide like if you know if we need to if we don't need to use both years we can use just one um, so there's a, it, you know that's a, a little bit more of the complicated end of, of financing it like but to keep it simple for the majority of the, the public it would be two years we would no. want to get to two years Matt when you said the two best years you mean the the highest earning income years yeah, yeah, the highest earning income years. Now, here's one thing I want to make super clear to everybody that's listening is that like I'm not a CPA, so no. or a financial advisor. I'm a loan officer that takes your financial situation and tells you what you qualify for based yep. off of those things. So any for kind of like strategy or coaching or like you know changing of the tax returns all has to go through the accountant mm -hmm. or the financial advisor. Yeah. So it's important to incorporate them into the same conversation that you're having with me so that way you have your team of that handles your financial portfolio helping you in the best case scenario you know what matt where, where my clients have found you very valuable is the synergy that my team and movement mortgage that we possess and and basically you know when we sit down with a client we're making sure to understand what their long-term goals are we're not sitting down with them to say we need to sell them now we need to get them this we need no right. we want them to be successful we want them to be repeat clients and to build this relationship over time. So when somebody sits down with you and they're going over their plans, look, I've got this good tax return coming in. 
I've got a few thousand dollars. I mean, one of the biggest hurdles that people have is, is a down payment on the property, yep. trying to come up with the funds. So you have some strategic plans in place, and we point them to you, and then you can go over these for first-time home buyers, for investors. Yep. So, right? so, so to to branch off of that point is that there's there's always this re- not always sometimes you have to you pay into taxes. You sure. Have, you owe owe the, owe the government taxes. It's a good year. Which is in, is is, an, is one of the important reasons why you have to touch base with your accountant before you go to make a real estate move, so that way you know how much you're going to owe the IRS. Um, state on the uh, the federal and state level before you go and make a down payment on it because mm-hmm. you don't want you know the government gets their money first like it's Naturally. you know so so right so they come first so you don't want to double dip into the money that you have available mm-hmm. where some of it has to go to taxes and the other is left over for the down payment so mm-hmm. it's important to have that conversation with me as far as what a down payment would be but then also with the accountant about how much you would owe but there's a lot of a lot of the population of the majority of people get a return back. They've mm-hmm. overpaid their tax returns and or they have after they account for write-offs and business related related expenses, they get a certain a percentage back. Now, me personally, I got I think it was like 8 grand back last year. Mm-hmm. So that's I overpaid my taxes. Wow. So if you get something similar to that as far as a return, you can something that I can help you with is whether or not we can use that for a down payment to get you into a more favorable loan product. Mm-hmm. You know, first time home buyers is great. You don't have to put any money down. It's 100% financing, but that results into the highest mortgage payment that you would ever have for a house sure. because you didn't put any money down. Mm-hmm. So if we took that return and, and put it down as a down payment, mm-hmm. what does that do to the mortgage payment monthly? Mm-hmm. And does that put you in a better long-term goal? You mm-hmm. know, because you're going to be paying that mortgage for mm-hmm. 30 years if you do a 30-year mortgage. So let's make sure that that their payment's comfortable. There's that. Also, some people, not everybody has an 800 credit score. Not everybody is in the top tier for a, a, a credit, a, you know, a, an interest rate because of their credit scores in a mm-hmm. some sort of section, whether it's in the 620, 620, 640, 660. You know, that's all, there's all room for improvement there. Yep. So if we could take that return and apply it to any sort of, debt that's on the credit report that could potentially get the score to go up, mm-hmm. you would get a better interest rate based off of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so how to best use that money? What's the what's the what's the what are the items on the credit report that should get attacked first? And then let's use that money that you're getting as a return to clean yep. that up before we get you closed. You know, one of the biggest challenges that we have as real estate agents is people will call us off of online, off of one of the websites. They will not yet have um they, they didn't speak with anybody yet about their mortgage or anything. They'd say, you know, I just want to see the property. I just want to see the property first. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to get pre-approved for a mortgage. I'm, I'm fine. Half the time, those people can't get qualified for, for The reason mortgage. why they're not already qualified. <laughs> what advice do you have for real estate professionals, uh, you know, like myself, like licensed real estate agents? What can we tell potential buyers to help them overcome the objection and see the value of a mortgage pre-approval? Well, one thing is, um, uh, well, it's extremely important. So I think you do a good job, and most agents do that. Like you need to get pre-approved. So they keep pressing that, keep putting that, yeah, in, uh, incentive, you know, the initiative out to get out and get them qualified. But another thing is, is being uh, a well-rounded industry professional, whether you're in real estate, you're an attorney, you're a loan officer, it's a good idea to have an idea of what the uh, what the um, the mortgage payment range would be for a standard FHA mortgage or a standard conventional mortgage. Mm-hmm. And if they think that, you know, if you say, hey, this property is going to be between 
$2,000 and $2,500 a month, like or $2,200 a month, mm-hmm. around there, give or take, a couple hundred bucks. Is that within your budget? Because if it's not, and you haven't spoken to a loan officer yet, there's no reason to go see this house. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, have a good idea for a real estate agent to have a good idea about what type of mortgage payment, principal interest taxes, and insurance is going to be for the house that you're selling, mm-hmm. then, um, you know, use that as a reason why you have to mm-hmm. engage with the loan officer. But, but sometimes you'll be like Emilio might have a client that isn't where they need to be, but they're close. So he or you could then stay in touch with them and, and encourage them. Well, it looks like you're not there yet, but in six months or eight months, I think you will be and getting back in touch with them. Cause sometimes people are close, but, but they're not ready. And then you don't want to lose them. Well, they, oh. if you were to put a six month time frame. Like okay, let's check back in six months. Right. They had already. They would have already. Should have already filed their tax return for 2018. Right. So the the year. The, there's a new refreshed year at that point. Mm-hmm. They have a return that they're hopefully working to be able to work into the mix. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this becomes a much more realistic mm-hmm. opportunity for them, given the six months. So like right. to, to your point is like yeah like well let's wait until you file your tax return mm-hmm. and let's use the return the best use right. and we'll get you there. Because some people get discouraged and they just give up. Uh, well, I didn't I didn't qualify and I'm I'm not even going to yeah. go see Matt yeah. because he's it's not going to work. Well, the the to to your point is they do get discouraged and it's discouraging for me when that happens because I see how um, people use it the right way and mm-hmm. they take our our advice. Right. And they go through with what we have to say. And they excel, and it and it's such a smooth, mm-hmm. ironed mm-hmm. out process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it and it and the dream becomes a reality like very very fast. Even if it takes a couple of yeah. months just to get through some yeah. some of the weeds that we have to get through, but it, it happens. Mm-hmm. And they're so grateful, and they're it's just an exciting mm-hmm. experience for us and for you. So when someone gets discouraged at that point, it's just like no no no, please don't get discouraged. It's not that bad. We can help you. It, and like we want, we want to, you know. And it. I want to say something because I've been through this in my life, where just someone like you or Emilio encouraging me and saying, "No, you're on the right track. Keep going." Yes. makes a huge difference. Because right. sometimes you're by yourself and you feel like it's not going to work, and I'm, you know. But to have a professional encourage you, right. I think really does make a big difference. Well, for me in my position, I can do a large percentage of my job to get you into a home before it costs you any money. Mm-hmm. And before you have you're on the hook for any contract or any pressure to be able to close, or before you accept an offer on a house that Emilio's selling, and you and your plan is to go buy another house, you know, sell one and buy another one, before you even put your your own house on the line, yeah, I can do a lot of like a big percentage of my mm-hmm. job. I'm talking like eighty percent of my job yeah. can be done before you accept anything concrete mm-hmm. into the situation. So, you know, it, I always encourage it. Like, it's it's not like, a, I'm trying to find the right word for it, but it's 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 not your, by calling me and engaging and following my steps or my guidance. It's in your best interest. It's, 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 I'm not gonna take right. any money from you. I'm not no, gonna, right. I'm not gonna put you in any worse of a situation than you already started in. And it's all informational, and it's a it's a least aggressive approach. I feel like, um, but it's the right way to do it. And uh, so, for the people out there that are discouraged, maybe you were dealing with industry professionals 
before that discouraged you and didn't do a good job and you just need to get a new a new voice or a new team at with it mm-hmm. so why don't we do that and like you know you know give somebody else a second chance mm-hmm. before you just pull the plug on the whole thing because home ownership is just so fantastic it's not a re- there's no reason why and, nobody and is, they'll you know. remember you i mean i've seen that in my own life where you know somebody was really there guiding me and i go back to them when i'm ready right because, because they, I think of them. I think of their words and encouraging mm. me. I yeah. mean, I, I, I'm stressing this because I think it's powerful. Yeah. And we're not doing it just to, to get the client. We're doing it because we believe in them and people need that motivation today. Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, if you have any questions at all for Matt Beats with Movement Mortgage, he can help you out. Even if you're just exploring the opportunity of maybe downsizing, relocating, Uh, I mean, Movement Mortgage is, while they're local, they're a large company. They cover the United States, and Matt can definitely point you in the right direction. Would love to. Whichever way you're going. So if you want to connect with him, why don't you text or call me, 401-359-2338. Again, 401-359-2338. Or you can go to therimortgageguy.com. That's it. Therimortgageguy.com. And you can start the process right there. You can look Matt up. I'm right there. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. It's all the same. Absolutely. TheRIMortgageGuy.com. He's everywhere. So good stuff, Matt. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate the Thanks invite. for being such a big part of the show. All right, cool. Stay tuned. We've got Peter George with Peter George Public Speaking coming in the studio to let us know why he got into public speaking, why he feels it's so important that we all have this skill. We'll be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Podcast. Stay tuned. WHJJ News Radio 920.